What's happening, everybody? Welcome to our next. What number are we on? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Episode right. twenty-four yeah. of Perigee. It's uh, it's a new year. Happy Hi. New Year to Happy everybody, new right? Year. Yeah. Uh, I just had a big weekend. My son got married, so I'm, yeah, I'm working my way back into getting back to work and getting ready to go on a big trip with the CSO. What are you doing? So I actually, now that's the new year, I've established just a few realistic goals, nothing too crazy. Uh, oh, I'm back to meal prepping. Very excited. I meal, meal prep, prep so for that, the whole week? Yeah, so that's like a two to three hour process for me. But it's completely worth it. I mean, I don't overspend on food like I have in the last part year. Um, and it keeps me healthier, right? So I know exactly what I'm cooking. It's all raw, fresh ingredients. Um, and it feels great. I've done it for two weeks. We'll see how long I keep two, up with So it. <laughs> every weekend you spend three hours and then that's yeah. what you eat all week long. That's right. And, and by Friday, you're just like, oh my God, I can't wait to hundred percent different the same, correct so i try to make it exciting i try to switch like up you just it, make like just a really not big bowl of paella on saturday <laughs> and just eat that for six days in a I row do. yep and it's so yeah it's lunch and dinner it's essentially the same thing <laughs> oh my. it'll All last right. i hope All and right. uh and then another thing is just really spending more time with family so realistic goals right nothing too yeah. crazy so those would are you mine. call those uh resolutions yeah resolutions i would just say lifestyle change yeah focusing on something better for the year matthew what are you doing are you doing anything do you have any of those crazy <laughs> traditions on new year's uh, i don't really have too many tra crazy traditions chief uh i guess the one thing i have for this year is i'm trying to learn a new language with my son uh he picked the hardest language possible baby talk uh no no <laughs> no uh, he's trying to learn chinese so oh yeah M mandarin mandarin it's uh going splendid Not splendidly really. it's splendidly. a adverb yeah you're already <laughs> struggling yeah i'm struggling <laughs> with english <laughs> okay well if he needs help let me know i'll let you know chief yeah it's uh yeah it's hard it's super hard is he gonna try to read it or just speak it? uh so right now we're just working with uh speaking and understanding it uh in the future we want to go to reading so we have uh all the learning resources for him it's just He's still young. He's only five. So I think trying to teach a whole new writing system would be hard for him right now. Yeah. All right. Awesome. That's impressive. Like he said, I would like to learn a new language or. Yeah. He's been adamant about learning Chinese for probably like six months. And I finally decided to help him. Let's so. be honest. There's only one human being on the planet nerdier than Sarn Felker. It's his <laughs> son. That's his son. 100%. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. already, <laughs> he's just like level up. He like wants to be I a scientist, a volcanologist. He's uh, going to be the big. Awesome. He's going to be the big boss of nerds. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to teach my daughter how to speak Spanish, <clears throat> and she. I mean, it's not something that she wants to learn. It's something that mommy wants to teach <laughs> yeah. her. But it's okay. Whatever. That's awesome. <clears throat> what are we going to talk about today? So today, I was thinking. Hear me out. That I could do maybe just a few updates. Some of the things that occurred. The like stuff the you holidays, know about. Things that I know about. That's okay. okay. And then. We'll kind of transition to bigger topics discussion. All right, it's your show. Works. Okay. Ladies so. and gentlemen, as always, my babysitter and yours. <laughs> no, really, just mine. Chief Sobe. Drinking some water. As I'm drinking water. And getting ready so, to give us an update. Go. So, yeah, I, I know if, if you're like me, you're still sifting through some of the emails that were pushed out throughout the holidays. Um, but I will say 
please prioritize some of these that came through or during and even Im immediately after the new year. The first one is General Salt's been pushed out to see note number four on line of effort number two. So amplifying the guardian spirit and what that means um, to embody the, the guardian spirit, he kind of delves into three core traits, uh, being a principled uh, public servant, also in a space-minded warfighter, and then being a collaborative problem solver. Now, we will go a little bit more in depth into that in the Guardian Spirit Handbook, which is still in the works right now. Uh, so more to follow on that. There's another one, actually, uh, General Saltzman just pushed out another C-note, C-note number five, which captures his third line of effort on partnering to win. So please take a look at that. If you guys haven't, you're letting me catch it up on some emails. Um, and then speaking of a book, I know our Starcom team also published uh, their Space Doctrine number four, so it's, it's focused on sustainment. Um, I kind of skimmed through it over the weekend, so there's some key, key highlights there. They discuss best practices, some lessons learned um, as it relates to uh, sustainment. They also kind of highlight some roles and responsibilities internal to our service, but then also external, um, how we uh, meet those or, or mesh those relationships with externally to our service as it relates to sustainment. So take a look at that if you guys haven't already. It is a light read, about 35 pages, PDF pages. I know in the Army for us, you know, when I was in the Army, it's like 400 pages of doctrine. So in comparison, this is a, a light read. So take can, a look at it when you get the chance. Can we, um, are we in a place where we're going to post links now when we send this out? Thank you. Is that yes. what's going to happen? Yes. So uh, after this, there's going to be an email that we push out. Everything we talk about today, there's a lot of great resources, and we will be pushing it out in an email. There will be links and then also attachments um, for some of those things. So uh, another thing that just uh, I'm not sure if you guys are tracking, there was a women's initiative team town hall. So that occurred the first week of January. Um, in that town hall, General Byrd did lay out some of the lines of effort and then some of their wins. They particularly focus on child care development. As you guys know, for us, you know, 24-hour ops and, and ensuring that our guardians are effective when they're at work is important. So this, this topic was near and dear uh, to the team. So they're, they're trying to find more wins, trying to figure out ways to make this better so that our guardians can focus on the mission. Yeah, so hold on a second because Absolutely. this is important because Matthew's a dad, Yeah. right, and a new dad. And do you ever, like on the weekend, do you ever like babysit to give your wife a break? Uh, so I parent my children. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're not a babysitter. You're a parent, right? Like just like your wife. I love that we're talking about this child care. I want to make sure that just because the women's initiative team is the one championing that, that we don't forget that fathers are important and that they're parents and that they should care about this just as much as anyone else. In fact, uh, one of the things that they did during the, um, during the session was they gave an overview of all of the barrier analysis working groups. And we should all be paying attention to all of those things. These are too often framed as challenges for the specific group, but they're all human challenges. They're all big people problems, right? They're not just women's problems or minority problems or uh, disability problems. These are That's human right. being 
problems. And so we've got to make sure that we don't allow these to become something that somebody else is worrying about or somebody else is dealing with. They're, they're all for all of us. And so I encourage, encourage everyone to, um, to raise your hand, be part of these groups, pick something that you're passionate about and help other people and certainly care about the things that we need to care about, right? The, the human problems. Am I sounding my school? Matthew was set up. He's heard me say this before. So he knew better than to say he was babysitting. (laughs) That's a great point chief, because it's not just because it's a woman's initiative team doesn't mean that there are other affects everybody. And with the uh, childcare piece, absolutely. Uh, My brother is a single dad and so yeah he deals with it all the time not in the military but 100 percent agree with that um, but i do appreciate our uh women's initiative team it is all volunteer team i appreciate all those doing great things and trying to make a difference at the end of the day yeah yeah speaking of making a difference i know there's a lot of newsletters um again as, as you guys are catching up on those emails there is a series of newsletters that were pushed out. One of them was uh, the DAF CIO newsletter. I believe that's their first one that they're pushing out. Certainly first one for the year, but in there, they, they provide some updates on some of the things that they're looking at for, for the year, for the quarter. But then they also provided some cool tips on there. I know as, as we migrated over to Microsoft 365, there's a lot of different features that we're not really familiarized with. Um, in there, they included a link where you're able to actually access your Outlook from any personal device, your computers. You're also able to access some of the cool tools that come with the Microsoft 365. So if you haven't looked at it, once we push out the emails, certainly take a look at that. There's also tips of how to, um, I believe, access Outlook offline and still be able to use it. Pretty cool stuff. So take a look at it, provide definitely with some feedback on other things that you guys want to, might want to see on there. And then uh, S1D, they just pushed out their third newsletter. So in, in the newsletter, I noticed from the, the first one to this recent one is they're expanding. They're certainly taking feedback from, from individuals and they're trying to really enhance their products. So if there's anything that uh, you guys notice that is missing or lacking, any questions, I know right now they've essentially broken it down by civilian enlisted and then officer development categories. And then they also push out some so publication updates and then any upcoming events. So well informative, anything else that you guys see that we might need to add, please provide feedback. And then there's also uh, another newsletter. It's the All Force newsletter. I think it came and was pushed out during the holidays. That was for the staff. That is, that was for the staff. So um, Mass Sergeant McCoy, Chief, he, he's our super MSO superintendent, took the initiative to put this together and it was just a roll up of DAF all key key updates. It was pretty cool in there. I think he also even included a, a how to request for parental leave. So again, that will definitely be included in the email, but you know, shout out to him for taking initiative on, on putting that together. And then the last thing I would say related to shout outs, I really wanna thank our chiefs, our upcoming chiefs that are retiring. So we have two. So Chief uh, Tammy Gadu and Chief uh, Esther Sanford, they are gonna be retiring here in the spring. I just wanted to highlight them and, and really thank them for their service, 25 plus years of service. I know it's, you know, it's a difficult thing to, to raise your hand, volunteer for, for first term, uh, but it's, it's also a very difficult task to, to stick through it for that, for that long, you know, being apart from family and the sacrifices that you go through. So you know, just wanted to take the time to, to thank them for 
for what they've done. And, uh, you know, with that, I, I know that they, they've certainly left an impact, not only in the, the Air Force, but also, you know, transitioning over to the Space Force and, and really paving the way for our future enlisted force. Yeah. They, um, so I've known Chief Gadu for, uh, known her husband for many, many years. We worked together a long time ago, and, and I remember when, when she came over and we're very excited, and she's done a fantastic job out there at Buckley. And, of course, Chief Sanford at Dell 13 and all of the work that we've done on uh, standing up PME and all the developmental uh, education, all of that running through her and Colonel Lindhorst. So really um, to set our service up for success and do these things that are foundational to us as a service and, um, and, and not all that easy, right? I mean, really right, complicated yeah. things. And so... Um, yeah, as both of them head into uh, into retirement, we'll, we'll we'll miss them a lot, and uh, unfortunately, fortunately, we know that um, that they've set others up to to follow in their footsteps. So it's really good, pretty neat. So thanks, ladies. We appreciate you. Absolutely. And so that, that also reminds <coughs> me, Chief. Um, speaking of you know the future of our enlisted force, I know we have a our supplemental board coming up in the summer or in the spring, I believe, correct? May, I think. In May, yeah, yeah. that's right. So that, that'll be capturing all our E136 and then our supplementals, uh, E8, E9. Yeah, so yeah. the we did have a few, I don't remember how many, um, more than a handful, uh, but less than a couple dozen, right? Like not, not a lot, but we had some folks that, um, that for various reasons weren't, um, weren't able to be considered for promotion in the the E eighty nine promotion board that we had uh, a couple months ago. So they're there that list is out there and and what they need uh, records updated, et cetera. It's good because there was some concern, right? Well, what if this and what if that and and the answer is well then we'll catch in the supplemental. So the, you got to wait a little bit, but um, but there's a path to consideration for for everybody. No matter what service you came over from, no matter what, no matter what's wrong with your records, we just we fix it, and then and then you'll be supplementally considered in in May. So um, yeah, that list is out there. If you believe that you didn't get considered, and you should have been considered, or if you see an error in your in your file, and you haven't been contacted, then you know raise your hand, go to your you know, shoot us a note and, and we'll make sure that you're on the right list. But I, I think we've locked that down. I think everybody that needs to know is, yeah. is uh, everybody that needs to know knows. Correct. All right. Is that it? Is that your whole, I, I think you're I like think an auctioneer over there. Yeah. You're like just whipping <laughs> through stuff. Just want to make sure we get those out there before we kind of transition over to just a discussion on some hot items that we have right now. Um, like parental leave, I know is a big, big piece right now. Yes. Yeah, so the parental leave um, policy uh, came out from OSD right before uh, the new year and the um, Air Force, Space Force policies quickly followed. The one thing that I think um, may be important to know about the process is OSD did everything possible to take advantage of of the law. In other words, we gave the most yeah. leave allowed by law. 
they had to draw a line somewhere and there was some questions when it came out like how come if i took all my leave i don't get this these additional days if i didn't take all my leave i do even though or, or if that person didn't take all their leave and they do even though their child was born before my child um it's true um, you have to draw the line somewhere and and we could have simply put a line in the sand and not let anyone before that take any additional days um, that would have been one way to do it but the way to take the most advantage of the law that we were allowed was that there was um, there was an opportunity that if you hadn't taken all of your leave then it would automatically get up updated to the new number so that's why those folks um, got extra or are getting extra and i think it's important that we um, look at this through the frame that this is good news for the people that were able to get it and for the right. and for the other people um uh it's just the best that we could do the the law was very carefully worded um, we did go and sit down with osd directly and talk through this uh so it's it's one of these instances where the building did everything that we could and we should all be super happy and realize that man i'm bummed out because you know it didn't break my way uh, that happens with policy it happens all the time um, please choose to be excited for the folks that were um, given uh, a really cool bonus of a you know a few weeks and um, let's high five them and not not be too upset that you know as luck happenstance timing put us on the left side of the line chief i i'd say it's still a win otherwise that you know, group would not be able to take leave. So I yeah. think it's, it's still a great win, absolutely. Yeah. It's a big win. Chief, the uh, Secretary of the Air Force Public Affairs also sent out a FAQ, a, a toolkit that's gonna help folks, uh, help guardians navigate through some of the, um, some of the guidance that was sent out. Yeah, I, I, you know, to be great, you know, there's a toolkit. I think it's pretty, straightforward i think the question the biggest question i saw was how you know why this person and not that person and um, but for the most part it's it's pretty straightforward if you've if you uh, all parents are treated the same now essentially whether mm -hmm. um whether you know there's no more primary secondary it's just parents and so if you're a parent um you get you get to leave and if both of you are military then you both get to leave if you um, give birth um, which is a significant uh, medical event, right? Then you get convalescent leave, the same as you would with any other uh, medical event, and that's handled uh, with your doctor. So I, I think um, for sure there's a toolkit out there. People should be familiar with it. The policies out there with uh, FAQs and all of that. Um, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. There was some why this, not that um, questions, but... Uh, yeah, it's great news. People worked really hard on this, so we're happy to kind of celebrate that with everybody. Chief, you just reminded me because you said, why this, not that. Um, do you know where we are, especially as we you know, are now in the new year with the BAH piece? Do you know where we stand on that? Or Yeah, so the, I mean, the, the list was published. It's, it's in effect. Mm -hmm. uh, we put out the primer. We talked about that last week. One thing that I think is good is I'm seeing in social media a lot more awareness of kind of the the process right and and i appreciate guardians 
um, correcting each other or informing each other, I, I really appreciate that. There's not as much, I think, um, unawareness of how the policy's done. Um, as far as the like kind of long-term plan, uh, like we've talked about, the quadrennial review of military compensation will um, address this basic allowance for housing, BH, um, and, and we'll see if that comes to any changes. But the, uh, the, the big thing is that we understand the process. We've got some, um, we're looking into some things in Colorado, uh, in particular on, on which installations and which services are taking the lead. So we're, we're working through that um, with the Army, obviously, uh, Fort Carson, they're in Colorado Springs in a um, big population. So they just kind of locally, we've got to know kind of who's making the decisions and, and how they're making and what's the governance. Uh, so mostly it's been about making commanders at the local level aware of their options and their choices and making sure they're doing what they can at the local level to feed the right information into the process or um, kind of line through, uh, line through, you know, uh, areas in the military housing area that should be that shouldn't be considered right because they're dangerous or uh, they're they're either unsafe or or unhealthy Matthew where do you live I live on base chief. on base yes chief. yeah right where none of this stuff matters you got it doesn't affect me at all chief. cool house good wise choice yes chief yeah we're also working through that like um, how are we using our waterfalls how are we reprioritizing how are we adjusting that with the with the market? Um, it's tricky business. Those those companies um, operate a good service. We've got to make sure that um, culturally that we are embracing that opportunity to live inside the, the fence line when we can. It really is the best um, the best protection from economic ups and downs. Is it? Hey, I'm, I'm I've got it, and I've got a gated community. My family's safe, et cetera, et cetera. So. I'm a big fan of, of living on base still. Uh, I appreciate anyone's desire to live anywhere they want to. Um, but it, there's no, make no mistake that when you live inside the fence line, then you don't, it doesn't matter what rent is outside the you fence line. You don't worry about going yeah. over your BH rate. Yeah. For utilities. All right. What else you want to talk about? So what do you want me to talk in, about? In keeping with um, just some of the recent updates, uh, base, basic needs allowance is another one that, you know, I don't want to forget, you know, what are your thoughts on that in terms of the basic needs allowance where we sit right now um, and some of our junior enlisted that might be in that category that yes. would require it? So I think there's a few things with um, basic needs allowance and also um, some of the other programs, SNAP and, and things like that. Um, one, we don't think it's okay that anyone... Um, needs these things, right? Like, or or we wouldn't have so many questions about them. So long term, again, back to the QRMC. The goal as a Department of Defense is is to find a way forward where we don't need this sort of assistance. In the meantime, we we want people to to be able to take advantage of the assistance if if and when they need it. Um, that. That means we all, a, a couple things. One, we've got to be sort of honest with ourselves and not, um, and do our best to, to raise our hand and, and discreetly go get help and know that that's okay. We'd rather that you got help than you were too proud 
to ask for help and that that your family is um doing without things that they need right i understand how difficult that is uh and so we we've got to be as discreet and and as um and kind of as graceful as possible as chains of command and, and stuff when it comes to that so i'd ask people to pay attention look for indicators have private graceful conversations with folks that you think might be uh in a position where they need help and then uh, get them get them the help that they need uh we we've got members of congress that care about this we've got certainly the osd cares about this certainly uh within the department of air force and 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 in our service we care about this so i'd say um, do your best to to find folks that need help, right? And have graceful private conversations about getting them help and make sure that they get help. If you are one of those folks, please, please know that, that we got your back and, and let's help you get help for your families, please. And, um, and then as we try to figure out the long-term realities and how do we find fixes, it's difficult to get data, but we really will need data as we move forward. And so this will be the other thing that I know won't be easy. It's not easy when we send a survey around um, to say, yeah, I'm on you know, food stamps, I'm on SNAP. Uh, however, without that data, we're not sure we'll get the changes in law, um, in the pay charts, et cetera, that we need. So however we can help you navigate that, whatever, um, I, I would suggest just give us ideas on how we can get accurate data without um, making you feel like um, like somebody's looking at your life too closely or or whatever, whatever kind of stigmas or barriers you might have to helping us understand this. Um, because the better we understand it and the more honest people are, then the better solutions we can find. So I, I get it um, that this is really tricky and I appreciate everybody uh, helping us kind of work through it so that we can get the right long-term permanent solutions for service members chief i know uh for the assignment incentive pay um we have a lot a lot of assignments out there that are associated with that what's the latest on aip for some of our guardians well we made sure we um i'm taking credit apparently but the hard work um in s1 and in the secretariat to make sure that we um, kept the aip flowing to cavalier I actually talked to Mr. Wagner, our Assistant Secretary of the Air Force last week. He wants to go up to Cavalier for a visit. So um, if you're listening, we're we're coming your way. And um, we we joked about it being an undercover boss session. So if I show up with some sort of young, uh, uh, (laughs) handsome uh, guy with good hair, um, that's your Assistant Secretary of the Air Force. I'm giving you the spoiler alert now. If he's pretending to be some guy carrying my briefcase, he's lying. But uh, we're, we're going to go um, so he can see that up front, uh, up close. And I, I'm pretty excited to, I always like going to Cavalier, but it, it'll be good to, to bring the assistant secretary uh, with me. Um, in general, we had a meeting with the policy folks in S1P to talk um, what is our budget um, when it comes to different special pays, et cetera. What is our budget? What are our governance models what's in place right now what are we working on what um, what are we still leaning on the air force to do what is a department of the air force process what is a space force process what is an air force process that we are still attached to and and so there's a lot of that, that, to be honest there was more questions than 
than answers. We've got a lot of work to go through, but maybe, maybe not in the next perigee, but maybe in the next couple, let's get a good kind of rundown to say, this is what special pays were responsible for. These are the ones that we have input into. These are the things that we think we can, um, that we think we can tell you, uh, this is what we've budgeted for. So that's everything from, uh, enlistment bonus. I think that would be kind of be the first one or an ROTC scholarship might be that that's on the kind of prior to even coming in money that we spend on human beings all the way through sort of reenlistment bonuses, special duty pay, assignment incentive pay, uh, all of it. And so, uh, if we do, we've talked a lot about, uh, uh, cyber language pay for computer programming languages, uh, these types of things. So we'll get sort of a low down of all that that goes into the value proposition that we've got a budget for and have governance for. You can't just say, hey, let's do this. Like there's got to be a, a process and a policy. So maybe in the next couple, we'll get an update on that. But we are talking about it. I think our eyes are open to um, to what that is. And we're trying hard to sort of look at it differently or look at it like we're looking at it for the first time and not just inherit sort of processes and government models from any other service. So I think, um, yeah, that should be good. Speaking of budget, Chief, I know there's a FY23 omnibus appropriations bill summary uh, that was recently pushed out. Can you talk to that? Yeah, I think that's kind of the same thing. So again, you know, we've talked about the NDA before. I think when these things are published, everyone's smarter when you read through. It's important that we know what our leaders want us um, to do. It's important what, what's Focus. being paid for. Yeah. It's important that we understand where we fit in a whole of government approach to, um, to deterring the People's Republic of China, right? To deterring uh, aggression to ensuring unfettered access to and freedom to maneuver in space. That starts across the river with what we're allowed to do and what we're told to do by law and what we're funded to, to do in appropriations. So it's worth reading through those documents. Um, it's worth kind of looking at to know uh, sort of the context of everything else that we're doing. Right? Do we got a link? We'll put a link to that too. Do we got we that? We will add that? a link to that as well, Chief. Look at that. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of links. I think we have to add, yeah. It's going to be like a sure. breakfast at, at a fancy okay. hotel. Like a lot One of links. One stop shop of everything. A lot everything. of links with the pancakes. <laughs> that none was funny. Cheap, that was funny. Yeah. None of those cheap patties that we want links. <laughs> Actual links. Yeah. Um, that was actually fun. That wasn't a courtesy laugh. No, it, I, feel I like mean, it was, I, I did not snore like there, but courtesy. we're also, yeah. I don't want to snort. Do people know that you have a little uh, clicker and you count courtesy last when I speak in public? Some do. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah, some know that I have thanks a tally. Right now we're at about 15. You're a great teammate. Thanks. <laughs> Always. All right. What else? All right, Chief. Um, so I'm going to shift it over a little bit to, um, I know, Colonel Stevens just recently, I believe, provided you guys with a Fortify the Force initiative team update. Um, and she also pushed out, I, I think, like a newsletter or an update to some of our key yeah, leaders so the, on that. So the FIT is doing a lot of work. What they're looking for is not necessarily more Space Force participation, because I think we're, we're doing a pretty good job of yeah. participating, but Space Force leads. And so if you think you can um, give a little bit of time 
to the Fortify the Force initiative team, uh, and, and you're you know well organized and and uh, fancy yourself a leader of sorts, I, I'd encourage you to kind of raise your hand and be a part of that. It would be good to have a Space Force lead to sort of team with the with the Air Force lead. So that's what we're looking for. This is your official unofficial call out. Um, if you're interested in that, we are interested in giving you an opportunity. Sounds great. Right? Yeah. Salesman. That's a good pitch. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely. Nice to sell shoes. Really? Yeah. Like 40 years ago. What I mean, what yeah. kind of shoes? All the like? money was in sundries. Your commissions on sundries was way better than your commission on shoes. Really? No one ever left my store without a shoe brush and polish <laughs> the and accessories yeah i'm like hey if you're gonna drop 400 bucks on see, some cordovan see that's me know, i yeah. always fall for all of that so, yeah. oh yeah i usually leave with you're the not accessories falling for it. like that's, the this laces, stuff's important you need extra laces of course colored of different types yeah, yeah it's, it's me <laughs> what about you matthew are you are you like me you fall for the sales pitch i always do <laughs> i generally don't i also have like 20 year old shoes so <laughs> He's probably well, making his own shoes in well, that's the backyard. True. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just got bored one day and searched Started on YouTube so and found, <laughs> found I could just make my own shoes. Like I just, Same so I just order, you know, horse leather from Spain and just make my own shoes. I'm looking at leather working, but not for shoes. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know? What do you have tools already? For working leather i don't i'm still working on whittling it's part of the 10 <laughs> traits you're supposed to learn from uh ron swanson so i'm still working through the list that's oh number five God. i think it is are you gonna grow a mustache too uh i'm not a big mustache person okay. good good what about all weather shoes have you delved into that i do have one pair really military <laughs> shoes i only say that well you know our our team out at uh, vandenberg i know they've been hit with some tough weather in colorado snow as well there um and florida florida every right. so yeah, it's, yeah everywhere what that that might be the most amazing transition you've ever done really you yeah think i think so, so. Oh, i oh, hey. i think it's like first first place Appreciate you get a it. <laughs> purple ribbon yeah so um lots of weather all over the place and it it's i think it reminds me of three things one i hope everybody's okay right that's always what we think when 100%. we get one of these alerts is hey there's flooding or hey there's a hurricane or hey there's a blizzard and you and you just wait you wait to you know hoping you don't hear anything else you know hoping that there's no bad news that falls hey there's weather we're closing the base or or we're moving operations or whatever. And then, um, you know, for me, then I just wait and I just check email for 24 hours, just hoping that we don't hear any bad news. And, and we haven't. So that, that's always the first thing is you, you yeah. hope everything's okay. The second thing though, that it reminds me of when we see all this weather is how important our employed in place missions are. We don't have the option right. to just not go to work, right? Like our guardians, in so many different places that deal with this weather need to push through it need to figure it out and whether there's stormatories or whether there's um you know coop locations whether that's um just packing food because you're going in and you don't know when you're going to get to go home i mean we power through this every winter every hurricane season every rainy spring 
Um, and, and I just really appreciate the hard work that everyone does to keep our 24 hour missions going and, and to keep us, you know, kind of our eyes on the ball. The, the third thing that I'm reminded of is we just officially said that we are not going to contract out weather. So it reminds me how important our airmen are in, in this, not just our weather airmen, though they're amazing, which is why we're not going to contract out weather data. We've got to have tailored space weather that we need our weather folks for. Also, though that, that our airmen, uh, the airmen assigned to the Space Force are part of all of this with us, right? The cops and CE. And, oh, absolutely. And, and so we really just, I just appreciate everyone. And I, th I think there's just been a rash over the last month or so it's just been a lot of bad weather around the country and and it was just a reminder of this so great segue chief you like nailed it thank you it's beautiful and we want to say thanks to our all of our support teams that help us through the, the bad weather the bad yeah, times that i just we have. did that i mean i'm sorry i thought I missed hey, you it. got Clearly, a purple ribbon did. You're just, you're <laughs> did good. you take it away <laughs> yeah, just back off now i, I just said thanks yeah um but it's definitely been a, a rough, I think, last last few weeks for our team out there. So hang in there. I know you can't easily just telework and say, hey, I'm working from home. You have to be there to, to support our 24-7 ops. So thank you 100%. Um, so our, our next uh, piece here is I know we, as we look at... In contrast to the last transition that was so smooth. Here this we are. Here this we are transition now. is just a straight next topic. <laughs> just the next transition. All right. I have a topic. Okay. Because, you know, we talked about, um, we talked about SNAP and, and uh, basic needs allowance. And a couple perigees ago, we talked about commissary. And we got numbers from the Defense Commissary Agency. And I'm fully giving credit to everyone that listens to this podcast, because in the month of November, I think it was November, um, Space Force bases had more of an increase in commissary usage than anyone else. Now, some yeah. would tell me that that's, we can't take credit for that, that that's just luck. So now what I'm saying is double down and go <laughs> use the commissary even more, right? I just did like, this weekend. Good, but you already did. I'm trying to get more right people, now. different people, to see if we can spike it up yeah. even more. Um, in particular, they had a huge increase at uh, Patrick and Peterson. So, yeah, actually Buckley too. In fact, Buckley and Pete had the biggest increase. So... I don't know if we did that or not. And I don't know if you thought it was worth it, right? Like the challenge was go check it out. If you haven't been there for a while, check it out. And apparently you guys were checking it out. If it worked, if it mattered, if you're like, actually he was right. Like that was not as, um, it's not what I remembered it. Then bring a friend and go and let's double down and do more. If, it didn't like change your life and blow your mind then tell us what you saw when you gave them another chance that that you're like yeah like i'm i'm in i gave it a chance and still 
you know, X, Y, or Z. Let us know what X, Y, or Z is, and I'll bring it to DECA, and, and I'll let them. But we're trying hard to make that experience better. Uh, we're trying hard to, to make sure that uh, they've got the selection that you want, and the pricing is getting better, right, with the new laws and stuff. So I, I think, let's just see. I don't know. Like, maybe it's got nothing to do with us, but uh, if it does, Guardians, go grab a friend and see if we can get an even bigger jump next time. Yes. Because if we do, if this works, then I'm going to start teasing everyone else because that's what I like to do. Why not? So I, I know uh, when I went this weekend, uh, they were fully stocked. So I went, visited the Fort Belvoir uh, commissary. I was there for an appointment, stopped by. And I mean, they were really fully stocked with a lot of things. I'm not a coupon person, but it seemed like there were coupons in every aisle. I, I took the coupons that I, I you know, I, I got and that I saw of the items that I had. But I, I would say all in all, very impressed. Uh, I'm not saying that the Fort Belvoir commissary is a standard, but it was, I mean, it was, it was packed too, payday, right? But yeah, it was nice to see uh, a lot of people there shopping. You know, when you go to Fort Belvoir, you, you're just plussing up the army numbers. <laughs> I'm just telling So I can go to Andrews, I guess, drive. And then you plus up the Air Force numbers. You got to go to, you got to go to Buckley. Buckley. I'll I'll keep that in mind next time. I'll just fly the food grocery zone. All right. A couple, um, there's a couple other things that, you know, I want to hit on, um, before we kind of sign off one, uh, thanks to everyone that's working talent management. We've seen maybe not as many policies change, as we'd like, some of them um, are difficult, and they and they they take a long time to change it. You know, I get asked a lot about policy and and difference, and I, I always say the same thing: that more important than any policy is the philosophy with which you apply the policy. And we've had really good luck um, in applying different philosophies to the policy that's written in particular uh, on the enlisted side where we have had chiefs and, and seniors and senior NCOs know kind of intuitively, hey, this this isn't the right thing to do and pick up the phone, work with each other to find different ways forward. Uh, senior Kensel, who's our, um, our uh, career field manager for cyber and super awesome dude who I think is going to come talk uh, promotions with us on a future perigee but uh, senior and and his team worked with uh, the folks at Starcom and and Dell six and the TMO so it's kind of this multi uh, fieldcom effort this multi organizational effort um, just to take care of one dude right one dude says hey I actually think I'd be good at this and in a normal follow the policy, blindly adhere to the rules fashion, he would just have been told no and move out. And instead, uh, specialist price is um, going to cyber warfare operator course. Now uh, he'll get a D shred, which is our equivalent of, of what the Air Force calls one Bravo fours. And that's, um, that's fantastic. Just because he said, said to his instructors, these are my capabilities. And then everyone knew to connect and to ignite this sort of network and fantastic work for all of them so we're, we're we're seeing that more and more where are we sure this is the right answer 
and then people pick up the phone. And so to the ETMO assignment team down in San Antonio, to the CFMs here in the building, to uh, leaders out in the field, thanks for, um, for anchoring yourself to the right answers philosophically and then allowing us to navigate policy uh, because policy always allows for you to navigate around it, you mm -hmm. know, not just through it blindly. So uh, really appreciate that. Uh, a couple other things. Um, you know, I get asked a lot about um, kind of where we are with with uh, with the components and, and different things. And and here's where we are. We we as expected got told hey, you need to look at this more and what's the future of a reserve uh, component? What's the future of a guard component? So that work continues. We appreciate everyone that's um, involved in that. We appreciate our partners. The most important part of this conversation continues to be we can't do our mission without the folks right now in the Air National Guard and Air Force Reserve that are that are doing our space mission. Like we need that help we need th those missions getting done and however we go forward with a full-time part-time force however we go forward with a national guard we will have to figure out how to execute those missions we can't just walk away from them so please uh if you're in those missions know that we appreciate you um for everyone thanks for your continued patience and if you get a chance to be a part of any of those conversations and help us figure out the right way to do it. Uh, Chief Todd Scott was in my office last week talking about this very thing with me. If you're in a position to know uh, best or you want to contribute, uh, raise your hand. We certainly could use the help uh, figuring it out. Um, I think that's about enough for this podcast. We, we really, I wish you a, a, a happy new year. Um, this is a pretty neat journey that we're on folks and and uh, we hope that it feels different to you we hope that we're meeting your expectations if we're not please raise your hand hold us accountable uh, make sure that the space force you joined is the space force that you are building this is about your future it's not about my future is um, you know soon to be sitting on a porch somewhere or standing in a trout stream somewhere your future is to live with the decisions we're making and the actions that you're taking to to uh, evolve and deliver the capabilities that the nation has asked us to deliver so continue to help us continue to to be a part of your own future and i appreciate you. matthew you didn't say very much today but that's kind of your normal normal thing just stoic Ron Swanson <laughs> prodigy waiting to grow a mustache. Yes, chief. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Was that a courtesy laugh? No, it was actually that pretty was good. That was a real one? No, it was genuine. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you, and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye.